in beautiful North Florida celebrating two years of color commentary, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it, and I want to acknowledge that. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves saying this race is over. Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. Today we got close to half of the vote. We still have a ways to go, but we keep moving up. Today, I have to tell you, it was very interesting because they said, wow, what a great victory. But then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely when it was at 7. But now I just walked up and it's at 14. But she ran up when it was 7. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win, she lost. I can go up and I can say to everybody, oh, thank you for the victory, it's wonderful, it's what, or I can go up and say, who the hell was the imposter that went up on the stage before and like claimed a victory? She did very poorly, actually. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Wanted to start out today uh, with a cold open from last night in New Hampshire. Uh, first, Nikki Haley and her somewhat uh, weirded out speech. Uh, kind of delusional, like she was talking as if she won. And President Trump, who actually did win, and he won pretty darn well. Pretty convincingly. He did win the New Hampshire primary by 11 points which is pretty amazing considering some of the uh, shenanigans and other really hinky stuff that they were trying to do, at least the Democrats were trying to do, to get uh, Haley, you know, make it a little closer and try to make life miserable for Trump and trying to stop him, which, eh, no, sorry. Uh, I mean, you to get a double-digit win is a good thing it is you know to be applauded but when you win double digits even after you get democrats who were trying to uh, infiltrate the republican primary which is really weird but you know hey it's the only thing that they really can do uh, to try and mess everything up uh, I think back, and I think about Rush Limbaugh, the old uh, saying of Operation Chaos. Well, this is the 2024 version of it. And I think Rush, God rest his soul, was so ahead of his time for this. I, I really think so. But 
again, it was a good night for President Trump. It really was. So, next uh, is Nevada, which pretty much he's already won because Haley's not going there uh, at all because apparently the polls are just so lopsided for Trump, she doesn't even want to try and uh, mess things up there. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. But of course, so now after another loss, you know, coming in last place, you know, it's not she came in second. She came in last place in a two-person race. Now she's got a real two-person race. And, well, she came in third in Iowa. She came in last in New Hampshire. And apparently she's going to be going and doing all kinds of fundraising. Uh, I mentioned that in yesterday's uh, yesterday's episode. Uh, but yeah, she's going to be going all over the country, San Francisco uh, to Texas, all the way to New York, and having all kinds of money to raise and go and pretty much her last stand is going to be South Carolina, her home state. And frankly, uh, I don't even know why she is even trying this, but this is essentially the plan of the mega donors, the Uniparty, the Never Trumpers, and the coalition of some seriously sick, twisted people who have a whole lot more dollars than they do cents. But what can you do? They're, they are so rolling the dice that he's going to be convicted in one of these trials that I, I don't know. That's the only way they seem to think that Trump is going to get taken out. And frankly... I think that's delusional thinking because if you saw the numbers and you break them down in Iowa and in New Hampshire, he's got the Republican nomination. Boom. Heck, even Newt Gingrich has said Trump is going to be the president of the United States. Get over it. Those are, that's Newt Gingrich. You know, I think, man, I haven't seen I've never seen Newt Gingrich have that kind of an attitude, but he's right. He is right. Even John Cornyn, Senator John Cornyn, senior senator from Texas, is backing Trump. And he said, I've seen enough. I'm like, hello, but only in the mind of Mickey Haley and her and Fox News and all these other uh Republican and even Democrat donors, they want to do whatever it takes to stop Trump and they're not having a very good time of it. They're just not. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll even get, I'll get into South Carolina here in a bit, but I just want to uh, say real quick that if you want to uh, subscribe, follow us, follow the podcast, uh, you can go to any podcast platform, big, small, or in between, and just put in In Black and Write, or put in my name, Jerry Brooks. You can find us, subscribe, follow, 
and be notified when new episodes are uploaded and ready to go. And for if you want to communicate with us, just simply send an email, uh, questions, comments, shout outs, what have you, to inblackandwrite at gmail.com or go to our website inblackandwrite.net. So, with that out of the way, let's, if you really think that uh, this whole thing is just really weird when you're doing the breakdowns, you know, sort of a post-mortem after the primary, the some of the things that I've been reading, uh, a story from thenationalpulse.com, a great website, buy a subscription, I have one, because you get some news that I promise you the mainstream media will never ever in a million freaking years tell you. I promise you that. But I love this interesting story. Uh, and the headline from the National Pulse. Polls show 0% of New Hampshire Haley supporters think she is best to beat Biden. They just want to stop Trump. And this was a real eye-opener to me. Uh, I mean, it kind of confirmed some of my suspicions, but oh my goodness, it's really a crazy one. And just reading like the first paragraph, it's just crazy. But it really shows exactly who and what they are willing to do and who they're willing to use to put forth their globalist destroy America agenda. Now, just reading from the first paragraph here, a poll of Donald Trump and Nimarata Nikki Haley supporters in New Hampshire reveals that Trump supporters are backing the 45th president because of his record and stances on issues like immigration. The same data reveals that Haley is primarily backed only as a vehicle to stop Trump, quote unquote. While Haley has argued that she is the best candidate placed to defeat Joe Biden, no poll respondents gave this as their reason for supporting her. Zero percent, no responders in this poll. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see, let's, uh, I, I want to, okay, let's go a little bit, uh, bit further down. Uh, from the story, the poll of primary voters in the Granite State by JL Partners found Haley supporters are motivated mainly by anti-Trump sentiment with 54% backing the former United Nations ambassador, quote unquote, to stop Trump. 15% said they believe she is more moderate, but only 3% said she has good policies. Just 1% said she would make a difference. Now this is just amazing to me. But in contrast to President Trump, same poll, that 34% of Trump supporters and Trump voters uh, said that he has a strong record as president. 
14% said that Trump can save the country. Yeah, so this is just really interesting looking at this, uh, the data from this poll. You know, Trump voters versus uh, Haley supporters. So this is kind of wild to me. It's really wild. Now, uh, it's also, the poll was also conducted uh, in conjunction with the daily, with the UK Daily Mail. So this is pretty interesting uh, how this is looking. So I don't know. But what really did it for me was, you know, the, the cream, the, the cherry on top of a sick, twisted sundae. A, and th there was a New Hampshire voter that CNN found, and this dude told the truth and exposed the whole thing on national live television. So, if you don't believe me, folks, listen to this. Nikki Haley. And why did you vote for Nikki Haley? Uh, it's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have her against Biden in the uh, elections and it would be Trump and her. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. So when you undeclared, you voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in the general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. Uh-huh. Okay. There you go. This is exactly what the Democrats are doing. And they have plenty of people who will do what they're told when they get, as they get their orders direct from uh, the DNC and Emperor Biden or Palpatine, whichever you prefer. But still, this is what the bottom line was. And it only proves what this poll said. People in New Hampshire who got to vote in the primary as unaffiliated, I guess, they voted for Haley only because they wanted to stop Trump. Period. And, well, what do you know? You, This is going to keep going on as long as you have states that allow crossover voting for primaries. Now, I know if, where I am in Florida, Florida is a closed primary state and independents don't get to vote uh, in the primary. So this is going to, yeah, and this is the same for many other states. But my goodness, when it's that obvious that the Democrats want a piece of the action and try to cause chaos and try to stop Trump, this doesn't exactly help. Now, New Hampshire is a relatively small state compared to a lot of others. And you still have not only Nevada, which is next week, their caucus slash primary, it's kind of weird. I mean, I moved to Florida from Nevada and I'm just, ooh, it's kind of weird how they're doing it, but that's okay. Then, February 24th is the big one. That's South Carolina. 
And that's when finally Biden gets on the ballot. The I don't know what the Democrats were thinking. I really don't know. Because Iowa, they skipped Iowa. They skipped New Hampshire. But, oh boy, they're really going for it in South Carolina. And that's only because they get Jim Clyburn and his machine going down there and get a lot of minorities, a lot of black Democrats who will vote for Biden in, in spite of the fact that he has pretty much screwed them over uh, for the last three plus years. So who knows? Uh, but I'm thinking here, this is just really kind of odd because I don't know what Nikki Haley's endgame is in the sense that I know she wants to do what her paymasters tell her. Uh, and since they can't really seem to stop Trump getting the nomination, they want to somehow uh, get her as vice president or somewhere in the second term, which is not going to happen because Trump is like, mm -mm. because he knows if he does that, MAGA and America First will have more cows to start several dairy farms. They will not be okay with it at all. And that's a backlash that I don't even want to think about. I really don't. But as far as South Carolina goes and what Nikki Haley is going to be doing over the next uh, little while... Uh, here's a little bit of a warning from Steve Bannon and the War Room Posse uh, to Nikki Haley. The sovereignty of her citizens, sovereignty of her of her uh, of her territory, the territorial integrity. No, that's about the southern border of the United States of America. That's what we care about. And right now. Because a couple of things are happening. And so after New Hampshire, after a crushing defeat, Nikki Haley goes up, gives a, this phony victory speech, and mocks President Trump. And I hope for the people around President Trump, and there are many that have been pushing Birdbrain as VP, I hate to say it once again, Steve Bannon's right and you're wrong. And you can see it in her full glory, the nastiness of what she came after President Trump with everything President Trump's been through, everything he's been through. To attack him like that shows you how no class she is. And you want to know how no class she is? Well, she wants South Carolina, and trust me, they're going to go through her record in South Carolina, and not just her political record. Oops. Oh, mercy. That can get a little bit, well, shall we say, uh, harsh. <laughs> I mean, if you want to play hardball... Uh, with somebody, Donald Trump is not the guy to do it with. Trust me. The man is tougher than steel. And if they want to play, okay, fine. Trump's not going to get mad. He just is going to beat you like a government mule. Not just in Iowa and New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina. Super Tuesday. That's going to be really crazy because 
the bottom line is the longer that the primary goes on the longer it's going to take for the republicans the rnc to coalesce around trump and do what needs to be done nationwide especially in the key states like arizona and georgia uh, and michigan and wisconsin and pennsylvania this is just dumb it's just dumb but the people who are backing haley in this frankly suicide mission uh they don't really care you know so long as they can stop trump by hook by crook by whatever means necessary they're okay with it they are okay with it and on top of that just to make things real interesting in dc right now hang on to your hats folks because the united states senate is about to absolutely pull the biggest screw you to the american people with this border security bill that's being negotiated by people like Republican Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh my gosh. I have plenty of great friends in Oklahoma. But if this nonsense, and I mean, it's sick. It's twisted. I mean, it is straight from the pit of hell. An immigrate, a, a deal on immigration and a foreign aid package, uh, money for the Ukraine. Uh, uh, no. Now, hopefully, it dies in the Senate. But there's enough, I guess, bipartisanship to maybe get it through. But if the the House damn well better not pass this just pass do not pass this because i'll guarantee that if you vote for this and you do what you did with the debt ceiling deal getting a lot of these democrats to vote for it then republicans because you only have a two-seat majority right now uh mike johnson so yeah hello this is going to be a mess especially when in the top two or at least one of the top two issues that people in iowa in new hampshire in south carolina in so many other places they are concerned about immigration and the economy it's their one it's a one two and you wouldn't think that maybe immigration would be that big but it is actually the biggest issue that is most concerning to american voters and the fact that you have what happened with texas in the in the u.s supreme court texas is saying uh-uh no we're going to do what we're going to do we're going to ignore your order because we have the constitution on our side article 1 section 10 uh, i read it yesterday 
if they're going to be invaded, the Texas National Guard might end up getting into it with the Border Patrol and ICE and whatever. And I hope it doesn't, but Texas has to protect itself. They have to, Governor Abbott has to protect his citizens. And since the Democrats are more concerned about abortion and they're going to be running on it like crazy, which is only a 5% issue. More people are concerned about the border and the economy rather than the ability to commit child sacrifice. Yes, and I call them the pro-dead baby crowd, and a lot of them are some really messed up wackadoodle women. And yeah, I'm, I know I'm probably going to get all kinds of problems, you know, get all kinds of grief for it, but you know, tough. Just tough. Because I'm not into killing babies. Life is a precious thing. Take it from a guy who could have died twice in the last five years. I easily could have been dead. And but by the grace of God, I survived a heart attack. I survived a couple of strokes. And I've been doing this for two years. And I'm grateful. Because I know the reason why I'm still here and not dead. So I don't know what it is with with the Democrats and abortion. But you know, I mean, ever since last uh, session of the Supreme Court, when Roe v. Wade got overturned and sent back to the states, which it should have been, but I don't know. I just do not know what it is about killing babies that is so alluring to liberal women. And also, you know, young, you know, Gen Zers who don't seem to have much in the way of uh, brain power. But I don't know. This is going to be interesting to see what happens now as we're leading into uh, the South Carolina primary. Is it going to be Nikki Haley's Waterloo? Or will she be able to have enough money to continue to push this thing into Super Tuesday a little over a month from now? And, of course, let's not forget all the cases, all the lawfare, which is kind of stuck right now. Because in Georgia, in D.C., and New York, well, New York is New York. Mm. But anyway, my friends, I think I'm just going to call it a day right here. And thank you again for listening. I can only hope that we get more growth here in the United States uh, because it seems that our foreign uh, listenership has grown faster than our American listenership and I'm grateful for all of it so hopefully you can uh, send this to friends uh, check out our website you know send us email whatever I look forward to hearing 
some of your uh, guesses as to who wins the Trump vice presidential sweepstakes because the the speculation is hot and heavy right now and there are all kinds of names that have been mentioned but I'd love to find out you know from you who listen who do you think would be a good vice presidential pick for uh, President Trump and why I'm, I'm interested in uh, hearing all these theories so for now my friends I'm gonna say so long take care of yourself God bless you have a great rest of the day and as always Patriots come in all colors see you tomorrow